Let us pray. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Acts 20.35 In the name of Jesus, through Acts 20 and 21, I declare that I am now walking in a different discipline. I decree and declare that my body no longer has control of my life. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I am making the decision to build up my innermost being so that when I need to move in faith, my body can't override my spirit. For your word declares that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So instead of feeding my fleshly desires for comfort, I will instead turn to my spirit that is powered by your Holy Spirit, Jesus, and move forward with purpose and power. As one season ends and another begins, strengthen those I've impacted. Continue to inspire those I've been aligned to in seasons past, Holy Spirit. May my heart be felt and my gratitude shown to everyone who has played a role in helping me to achieve all that you have called me to do thus far. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Leaving the Ephesians In our last story, Paul established the Church of Ephesus. The Ephesians became very close to Paul, and they all ministered alongside one another like family. There never was a more fruitful church that Paul led than the church in Ephesus. Together they healed, preached, and protected people from demons. Now we see Paul leaving Ephesus to respond to the call of God. Danger awaited Paul and he and the Ephesians part ways to never see each other again. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hello, this is Jack Graham once again with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. 
Thank you for joining millions of people who have downloaded this podcast. In our previous episode, we heard how Paul planted a church in Ephesus that became a strong, bold, and effective body of believers. Paul would hold a very special place in his heart for the Ephesian church and find great encouragement in the faith of the believers there. Today, we'll hear as Paul continues his missionary work after leaving Ephesus. We'll hear how he performs yet another miracle that demonstrates the power of Christ living in him and working through him. As he moves throughout Asia, he'll share the gospel of Jesus with every opportunity, even as he looks ahead with some concern as to his return to Jerusalem. Now, let's listen to today's reading from the book of Acts. Paul spoke in the center of a warm and crowded upper room. He had spoken for hours on the word of God, telling stories and sharing his heart. However, the night was hot, and a young man named Eutychus could barely keep his eyes open. He leaned against the lattice near the window for fresh air, doing his best to remain attentive and awake. As Jesus once said, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So it was for poor Eutychus. He listened to Paul teach the word of God and slowly drifted into a deep sleep. As Eutychus lost consciousness, his shoulder leaned against the lattice. Paul continued to speak without taking a breath until he heard a crack in the back of the room. Paul could say nothing to stop what was happening. Eutychus had fallen asleep, leaned against the window lattice, and fallen through the floor below. Eutychus hit the floor with a deadly thud. Paul ran down the stairs to the street below the upper room. People were screaming and losing their composure, but Paul knew exactly how Jesus could be glorified in this moment. He bent over the lifeless body and took him up in his arms. Do not worry, Paul said. Life will be restored to him in the name of Jesus. So that morning, Eutychus woke up with air in his lungs and his body uninjured. Paul continued his travels along the Sea of Asia. He and Luke preached the gospel in every city they visited, but Ephesus was on his mind. Paul knew that his journey would ultimately end in Jerusalem, but he was frightened. The Jews burned with rage against Paul. He was of them once. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was a high-ranking official, given authority and influence. He gave it all up for Christ. For that reason, the Jews hated him. Yet the Spirit drew him there. So Paul decided to go to Ephesus one more time to see his dear friends. They were his true family. Paul arrived in Ephesus again and called the elders to join him in the room of meeting. The men gathered around Paul. His lips were quivering and his hands were shaking. Paul took a long, drawn-out breath and began speaking. You know that I have served among you without fear. You know that I am not one to shrink in the face of danger or persecution. There was a pause and Paul looked up at the loving faces of his brothers and sisters. Paul smiled and cleared his throat, trying to hold back tears. I am going to Jerusalem. I don't know what will happen to me there. The only thing I know is that the Holy Spirit draws me forward so that I might finish the race well. It is very possible that none of you will see my face again. Tears broke through Paul's hardened face. I know that when I leave, there will be wolves in sheep's clothing coming out against you. Be alert, my friends. Put on the full armor of God. The whole Ephesian church gathered around Paul. They knelt together and prayed. They embraced him and cried on his shoulders. They knew they would not see his face again. However, Paul would one day write them a letter from prison. 
a letter reminding them of their firm identity in Jesus, that they are to be rooted and grounded in love, remembering that all good things spring forth from Christ. The Ephesian church would forever hold a special place in Paul's heart. We begin today's scripture in the city of Troas. After leaving Ephesus, Paul had gone to Macedonia, then Greece, where he ministered for three months until the Jews there formed a plot against him and he left. In Troas, Paul and his missionary companions shared the gospel for seven days, and on Sunday of the second week, Paul gathered to break bread with the church there and share some teaching before leaving. Apparently, he had much to say because we're told he prolonged his speaking until midnight. Hungry for truth, the brothers in Troas hung onto his every word, lighting lamps in the upper room as the night grew darker. We hear of one young man named Eutychus who was seated high up near a window in the third floor. Try as he might have, he could not stay awake into the late hours of the night, and eventually he drifted into a deep sleep, falling through the window to the ground below. His name, which means fortunate, seemed to have failed him because his unfortunate fall proved fatal as people rushed to his aid and found his lifeless body. Can you imagine the chaos? What a church service. Paul, however, remained calm. He went downstairs, bent over the young man, and taking him into his arms, told the people not to be alarmed because there was still life in Eutychus. Then he went back to eating and teaching, talking for quite a while longer with them before leaving. Eutychus, we're told, was taken away alive, just as Paul had said. As Elijah, Elisha, and Jesus before him, Paul was operating with God's power, the power of the resurrection flowing through him, so that not even death could have the final say. We then heard how Paul continued his travels throughout Asia. He had a singular purpose and plan to make the name of Jesus known throughout the world. But even as he traveled, he knew his calling was leading him back to Jerusalem, a place where he once was in the in-crowd of Jewish leaders and rabbis. Now he was persona non grata among the Jews because he proclaimed Jesus as the Messiah. Before going home to Jerusalem, however, Paul wanted to see his beloved Ephesian church brothers and sisters once again, so he called for the elders there to gather. He went back to Ephesus and spoke to them, reminding them of his passion and purpose as he went about Asia. And every stop, the Holy Spirit had told him of the persecution he would face, and yet he continued. He pressed on with the message of Christ. In Acts 20.24, we read these words from Paul, some of my favorites in all of the book of Acts and in the Bible itself. But I do not account my life of any value nor is precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul was not saying his life had no value or that it wasn't valuable. To the contrary, he was saying that his value and worth was not according to his own efforts or plans, but God's. He knew that there would be no greater value than to pour himself out for the sake of the advancement of the gospel, being willing to suffer anything for the cause of Christ. That was his high and holy calling and purpose, and it was of infinitely greater worth than anything else he could imagine. Oh, that we would be so bold and courageous to share the gospel. And remember this, ministry is not achieved, it is received from the Lord. 
Paul continued speaking to the Ephesians, warning them to be on guard, that false teachers and wolves would try to lead them astray, that they were to hold tight to the teaching that they had received and remember God's word. He would later write a very powerful letter to the Ephesians in which he reminded them how Christ reconciled them and all of creation to himself and to God the Father, calling them to unity in Christ with each other as Christ's church and encouraging them to put away falsehood, speaking the truth in love, and to live as brand new people in Christ. It was a bittersweet time as Paul and the Ephesians knew this would likely be the last time they would be together this side of eternity. Dear God, we thank you for the courage and the commitment of the Apostle Paul. What a great man. May we be motivated by his example for our own witness in the power of the Holy Spirit. Help us to hold fast to the truth of the Word of God and to speak boldly the testimony of Jesus everywhere we go. May you bless your church and the missionary movement of Jesus all around the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer the priority of your life. And if you appreciate this podcast, please share it with someone else. I also want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org, for we have resources that are free and available for you so that you may know Christ and grow in Him. Let me also invite you to something very special with myself and my wife, Deb, as we are planning two trips in 2024. One is to Israel, departing April the 1st, to go to the land of the Bible and to walk where Jesus walked. It's a trip of a lifetime. And then an Alaskan cruise adventure in the summer of 2024, in which we will have wonderful times of friendship and fellowship. We'll have worship services and experiences around God's Word and seeing the wonders of God's creation. So two opportunities in 2024 to travel with us to Israel or to Alaska or both. You can go to Prestonwood.org for information. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Hello. I'm Dr. Tony Evans, and I'm excited to have you join me on this new podcast, Heroes in the Bible. Come to me, boy. You and your God will crumble beneath my feet. He beckoned the giant and said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and creator of the stars. You know, we all have giants that we face in our life. And when you understand that the greatness of God affects our ability to handle the giants of life, it will encourage, inspire, and challenge all of us to our faith in God and our growth in Jesus Christ. Look past his height and appearance, Samuel, for man sees the outward appearance. They see the strength of the man's arms, but the Lord looks into the heart. Listen to Heroes in the Bible with Dr. Tony Evans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.